welcome to Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. I'm your host, Tom Masters, and our guest today is Bianca Blushing. She's worked in the cannabis products industry since 2004, first as a cultivator and provider of legal medical products to dispensaries, and today as the owner of her own dispensary and a cannabis use consultant. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Um, Bianca, welcome back to the show. We talked to Bianca last week, and she has been involved in the medical um, cannabis injuries since 2004 as a cultivator and provider of legal medical products to dispensaries. She's also owned a dispensary and became a consultant through her experience. She also established what's called Uval Care, U Visa Victor AL Care, which is an online resource and information resources, information resource for CBD. And the reason why I'm having Bianca on the show today is that she's very passionate about the benefits of CBD. Um, as we discussed in the last podcast, it really has a, quite a safe therapeutic range. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but the downside risks are very, very low and the upside risks are potentially quite positive. So she's very passionate about what she does. She lives in Reno with her partner. She has two horses, a Border Collie in Reno, uh, Nevada. It, it doesn't one of your horses also just have one eye. Do I remember this right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> so how does a horse, uh, first of all, I can't understand how a horse sees with eyes on the side of his head, much less <laughs> one eye. So how does that work? <laughs> He lives. He's totally fine. Thanks for having me, David. I really appreciate to be here. So we had, we had a nice conversation last week on the um, just the role of THC, which is the part that has psychoactive properties versus CBD, which is more of the calming anti-inflammatory um, set of properties. So um, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to be um, a customer. And unfortunately, most physicians, I think, don't know much about cannabinoids. What Bianca brings to the table is it's a tremendous amount of practical experience in the trenches with people over and over and over again. So Bianca, okay, so I, I'm going to just, well, part of it, I have been in chronic pain off and on for years, but that's not been the current issue. So, but I, you know, for me, I have trouble sleeping. And, uh, and again, I solved my anxiety years ago. But let's say I'm somebody who's just not sleeping very well and my anxiety levels are higher than I really want them to be. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, I historically have used Valium and Xanax and the benzodiazepines to calm people down. And I think it's really critical early on in the healing process to give people some calm and space in their brains to heal. I mean, being assaulted by threat physiology, what we call anxiety, is hard to heal. So coming to you, I'm, I've just started the process of healing. I started the doc journey. I need some help trying to get calmed down enough to learn. So where do I start? How do, go, <laughs> how, 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 do, how do I go shopping? How do I go? Why would I want to use CBD? How do I make the right choices? What can I expect from them? Where, what's, how do you present the options to your people that want to work with you? Yeah. Okay. So, so um, P, many, many people, it's a pandemic with, uh, nah, people have problems sleeping, right? right? And that is, again, as I teach to the, nah, I don't have to teach to the choir. It's because of stress, right? right. So um, 
you know, definitely I would want you to be aware that you create something like a sleep hygiene, right? So are you going on your um, nah, devices, on your nah, uh, electronic devices right before uh, you go to bed, you know? So like, what, what do you do in order to really create a good sleep habit? Right. CBD or the other cannabinoids, CBD is just one of many, right? I very, very much uh, a fond of other cannabinoids as well, CBG, CBC, and CBN. Uh, maybe hopefully we get into them a little bit later, but CBN particular um, comes actually from the nah, from THC and it's it de when it degrades it becomes CBN but it doesn't have the the um, uh, the uh, side effects like the the raised heart uh, heart um, beat and nah, it doesn't have high blood pressure now nah, so it sort of it really calms you down so CBN really helps to to help um, slightly sedative. Um, so now um, there are uh, there is a sleep tincture that I offer that is particularly good for sleep, right? But if people just use a sleep tincture at night and you don't get the results that you are after, what I always recommend is you need to uh, introduce these cannabinoids in your system on a regular basis. It's really morning and evening. If you can, if you have the time, even do it, or it depends on what conditions you have. If, if you need extra support, you could even do it around lunch. So you want to get these, these tinctures inside of you, even at a much earlier state when you don't think of sleeping yet. So this is one of the misconceptions. Now, people think CBD is for only relaxation or for um, making you uh, relax. Actually, once you, you have enough of these cannabinoids, these plant compounds in your body, and you, you will then, uh, uh, because the goal is always to uh, rebalance your system, you actually, maybe at the beginning, you get tired when you use CBD, but after you uh, caught up with your sleep, you should actually, CBD should give you um, energizing effect. So it's a misconception that you think that CBD is only good for sleep. So, so is CBN is one that you use for sleep. Is that correct? So it's, um, you know, that, that leads me to uh, now talk to you about full spectrum. So there are three ways of looking at uh, formulas. You have full spectrum, which has it's a natural profile of the plant and you have different cannabinoids in there. Then you have broad, and it has a tiny little bit, full spectrum has a tiny little bit THC in there. Uh, and a broad spectrum is no THC and, and in isolation, you can get products that just have an isolation. And that is just one compound, like just CBD, just CBN. So now it's an isolation. Um, so the beauty about full spectrum, you think of it as, um, you listen to one instrument, 
you start out with this violin and it's really beautiful and it plays and it's gorgeous. But then you, another instrument comes in and another one comes in. And Edna, very soon you hear, you will listen to a, a full symphony. And the full symphony has a very different effect on you than just a, a single compound. So it comes from a very holistic uh, point of view like herbal medicine does. So you, you um, they work synergistically together and in the industry, we also talk about uh, the entourage, the uh, effect, they all work synergistically together. So full spectrum, and I've listened to many um, MDs that are specialized in cannabinoid therapy, and uh, they all independently agreed in their practice, as in their clinical uh, practice, they could see that full spectrum was a superior product. Okay. So, so you're not looking at CBD as a sleeping pill. It's more of an overall arching calming effect. Yeah. So you you um, so now they, now let me say a very short paragraph about the endocannabinoid system. So we know right. this word cannabinoid now. Right. And it will make sense in just a second. So we know cannabinoids are these plant compounds like CBD, THC, CBN that we already talked about. So um, now, now in our body is the system that regulates our homeostasis and it regulates uh, our other systems. So it, now it is in communication with many different receptors. And now it gives the message, how can we get rebalanced right here? Yeah. So um, not just, so now, so there is this system that responds to endocannabinoids and they are the plant compounds, the, the, the phytocannabinoids. So these are the phytocannabinoids are the plant compounds we just spoke about like THC, CBD, CBN, right? So, but they are actually inner cannabinoids. Endo comes from within inherent uh, cannabinoids that live within us. And right. so here is the big deal. Um, we can become endocannabinoid deficient. And that happens. So now there are two endocannabinoids that are very famous. One is called anandamide. The other is called 2-AG. Um, anandamide is, now is, is populating in your body when you're in love, when you're holding a baby, when you touch your pet. So now it's the, it, it, now it is responsible for you being happy, right? So now that's anandamide. This actually comes from the Sanskrit word um, uh, bliss. Ananda means bliss. So it's the bliss molecule that the industry is talking about. So there is anandamide and it's, uh, it's populated, David, in your brain and along your uh, central, uh, uh, your spine, your central nervous system. And CB2AG uh, is populated, that's another inner cannabinoid. It's, it's uh, within our periphery, but communicates to the immune system. Uh, so when we, so why do we need these plant compounds when we have inner cannabinoids, right? That's the big question. Why do we need them? And the answer is this, let me give you the answer. When we get stressed, when we age, when we injured, uh, we become these, these endocannabinoids don't populate 
um, uh, anymore. So they don't, or they, they, they populate, but on a much lower rate. So what you, so this is the beauty about the plant compounds. So um, we can use this beautiful plant that, now, that this planet gave us, that nature gave us. And now we can use these plant compounds. They go into our endocannabinoid system like a key in a lock, opens the endocannabinoid system up and supports again our self-healing process. So this is, this is um, so listen to what THC versus CBD does. And, and then I close this. THC mimics our uh, mimics anandamide. So it gives you that sense of euphoria, that happiness, that being in love in an appropriate amount, right? But well, guess what? CBD, and that's why I love CBD so much. CBD enhances your endocannabinoid and prolongs the process of having them stay in your system longer. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's fantastic. So just to be clear to the audience is that endo just means your body has cannabinoids in it. I mean, we manufacture yes. cannabinoids as part of our normal metabolism, et cetera. And so again, in chronic disease states, including chronic pain and mental disease states also, is that every, things are out of balance. You're in a constant threat physiology. Resources are consumed. And so again, I don't think this is known. Maybe I'm wrong. Is that you may have a relative lack of cannabinoid deficiency. I mean, relative lack of cannabinoids, so you're cannabinoid deficient. Yes. Again, it's anti-inflammatory, it's calming. So I, again, what I'm hearing you saying is that in the role of chronic disease state, sleep is a big deal. Yes. So what you're saying is that, um, I mean, forget about, regardless of why you're sleeping, sleep itself is really critical to normal health. Right. So the CBD can help that. And it doesn't, does it matter to the customer? Let's say I'm the customer again still. I come to you. I'm not sleeping. How do you decide whether I should get CBN or CBD? What kind of CBD? I mean, how do you, how would dosage, what dosage would I get? I mean, how would you help me choose a product? Okay. So as I pointed out earlier, I'm, um, I'm um, always recommend full spectrum. And the only person that I would not full spectrum, uh, would not recommend full spectrum to is people that get drug tested, that are in a, in a uh, have a job that now nah, where they, because even the tiny little amount of THC that is in a full spectrum CBD product could show up in a test result, right? So that's the only people um, that I would say don't you know don't use full spectrum. Try not either broad spectrum or uh, isolation. Um, when and the full, it, and this full spectrum has CBN and CBG in it. That's my point. So, gotcha. so when a plant grows, it has a natural makeup or a natural profile. But now, as um, as many tomato plants you have, they're big tomatoes, small tomatoes. Um, you have different uh, cannabis plants, and they all have different makeups, right? All different profiles. So, um, um, it is so difficult to understand studies when. You, because you never know what kind of profile uh, now you, now the study used. That's really important to understand. But what we do know 
that it's an overall well-being support. And these different cannabinoids, it doesn't, um, so you ask me the question like, which ones to choose? Right. I'm saying go for, now go for a, a variety of different cannabinoids because they all work in your body a little bit different. Now a THC attaches, you see in this endocannabinoid system that we talked about, now they are the receptors and THC attaches to the receptors, but CBD now has a different way of now enhancing these receptors and in now and support your uh, recovery process differently than so and so all the other cannabinoids attach a little bit different to these receptors and create this um, uh, this this self-healing process, this getting back into balance. So as more cannabinoids you can get into your body, as better it is. So you're saying that basically as far as the product is a full spectrum cannabinoid product is the starting point. Yes. So let's say I was going to treat anxiety. Yes. You, you say that the CBD is expected for sleep. Of course, anxiety or activated threat response prevents sleep. So I'm assuming by treating anxiety, of course, you help sleep. Is it still a full spectrum CBD product that you use for anxiety also? Yeah. So now you, it's really like whole plant, whole plant medicine. It's like you don't now you, now it takes a little bit trial and error for you to, to see what profile works best for you. Let's say um, you, um, you, you've uh, heard about um, now the, now about another beautiful cannabinoid, which is called CBG. Uh, and uh, you want to try CBG. You, wanna, you don't want to try CBG just on its own because it's, uh, you want to have a CBD in there and other cannabinoids to, uh, not to get the most effect of it. So CBD, you asked me earlier, right? CBD has um, anti-inflammatory pain. It now it now it helps for all of this. But check out what CBG does. CBG is also for pain, cancer, nausea, neurodegenerative diseases. So it sort of it sounds very similar to CBD, like what what we all already know about CBD. Like um, now they they all have a the same message they all work on it a little bit different it's just that we get caught up in these studies because there was one study they used um they they used um in a, um um, one profile which can have so many varieties right so what was in the study what did they use and then were the people that used it now they used the product what did they had pre-existing conditions so not just now um, that we have different responses to it now now the the plant itself has so much variety so what what in order to find what works for you instead of me telling you, you should do this or that, find a, a company that you can trust, which either needs to have, now, in, in, uh, now what you wanna look for in a company is that they have um, uh, test results for accuracy um, and a purity. So you, they wanna have easily accessible test results. You wanna know that the hemp is grown in the United States, because we have better regulations here. 
And um, and then lastly, um, you 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 know uh, you want you pay for the amount of cannabinoids in one bottle. Usually, tinctures are the right way to go and uh, to and to use. The reason why you want to use tincture, tinctures, it's it helps you to um, start with the lowest amount let's say a single drop sublingually underneath your tongue. And then every day you step it up until you find this slight shift in your body. So um, I cannot tell you to use, I would advise you to get a full spectrum and experiment with different ratios of cannabinoids, but your personal response is going to be different than my personal response. Right. Got it. That this is a key issue as far as the ongoing discussions back and forth. And somebody's had a lot of experience with this because um, it's not one size fits all. No. And again, I want to go back to the original basic thing we've talked about multiple times is that you mentioned sleep hygiene and anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. Remember, medications are one part of the puzzle. So if you're doing CBD and not eating well or exercising, that doesn't work. There's like expressive writing, relaxation tools that if you can use those in addition. So the, the role in my mind of the cannabinoids with chronic disease, i.e. anxiety, is again, calming things down enough so you can engage in the other tools. The problem with all these different treatments with mindfulness, acupuncture, light touch chiropractor, is they keep people keep putting all their eggs in that one basket. And I, I love see, that, David. Yeah. I think you really you really um, pointed out what's going on. I think, now you see, if somebody uses CBD and doesn't feel, nah, uh, doesn't do the, it's, nah, your personal work, if you don't do your homework, like it's just another vitamin, right? Right. But I think CBD is so much more and it inspires me and I see it in other people, how it shifts their mood and how they feel about themselves. Now, and then they start to get into the things they love doing. Right. 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 Yeah. There's two parts of healing. One of them is learning ways to just to calm down the nervous system. And the other part is I call it nurturing joy. And um, again, you have to be able to, you know, process the anxiety, frustration, like a sleep on one hand in order to move forward. The mistake people made, they try to do things like, you know, to distract themselves, just to amuse themselves, accomplish things, be busy, whatever it is, to distract themselves from their mental and physical pain, but you can't outrun your pain. So again, the key to healing is called neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Where you have the stimulus and the response, and the re- and your you have the stimulus and you have your re- response to the stimulus. So instead of being a result, response being an automatic survival response, you create a little bit of a space. So the CBD in my mind helps create a little bit of a space. Then as you choose a different alternative response over and over and over again, it starts to change the structure of your brain. So again, medications are a definite part of the healing process. Um, with cannabinoids, it might be a little bit different. I mean, with a lot of medications, we use them for three to six months to get things happening. And um, and so in cannabinoids, it might be something that you can actually safely take even long-term without a lot of risk to it. So I like about the cannabinoids, it's got a, a significant potential upside as far as sleep anxiety and just calming things down. And doesn't have, it has very little, if any, addiction potential. It's not that type of drug at all. And again, it's got mixed up with the THC part of it, which I think eventually has some usefulness also. 
Um, but right now, the, the, the therapeutic margin or safety margin is really, really high. Yes. So I don't see I don't see a lot of downside to it. And again, if you try for six weeks, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You haven't got hooked in anything. You haven't had. But, but you know, not not. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, when I always when I hear this story, it doesn't work. It's only not. I mean, maybe there are people out where it doesn't work. It totally could exist, right? Like I'm. I and uh, but the key is the proper um, titration of tinctures um so you really cannot stop i want to say this again people have a response with 0.5 milligram and they have a response with 15 up to 1500 milligram so think about what a huge difference that is right um so one has to be patient and introduce and you have to be consistent you have to be patient and consistent and now um, keep it on a regular basis. If you don't use it on a regular basis and don't up your amounts, um, then people are very quickly to say, you know, it's like, just like a vitamin. I just didn't feel anything. I take my vitamin C, but that's kind of it. And I'm saying, step it up. Don't give up and be consistent. And there, what you will find a slight shift. And that slight shift that you are after, nah, um, that can really, and then you want to serve on that slight shift that you notice and you want to keep on going on that. That's what we call in the industry, your sweet spot or your, um, your therapeutic window that is the right amount for you. And then you stick with that and then you use it morning and evening every day to, um, um, to enhance your, your well-being. Well, I, I know you understand this already really clearly, but I do want to mention to the audience something that's really clear. So I agree the the dosing it makes a big difference, but on a given day or week, sometimes your stresses are so overwhelming that you just can't engage. In other words, again, don't hang your head on any one treatment, even CBD or other treatments, because um, some people, their trauma history is so severe, honestly, nothing's going to work. You have to have a whole, you have to go a totally different route sometimes with antipsychotic drugs sometimes. So remember, CBD is an adjunct. It's a nice foundational step with low risk. And there's so many other factors that affect your perception of anxiety that you have to take this whole picture into account. So again, I agree with you about pushing the dose to a point you get a tipping point, which is really critical. But if you're doing just the CBD and not engaging in these other processes, let's say you've done the CBD and it's not helping you sleep or maybe it's helping a little bit, but not enough, you have to add on other things to help you sleep. So it is a, see, the problem with chronic disease in general is very complex. And in medicine, we keep throwing these sort of random simplistic solutions at a complex problem. Yes. So the message I have today, and again, talking to you has been really helpful, is that CBD is an adjunct to your overall process. And I'm gonna to jump to something you said way early in the podcast, which I think you really like, is that you talk about the full spectrum and my concept of treating chronic disease has changed quite, quite dramatically in that I always tell people, look, you're not here to fix your pain. You're not here to fix your anxiety you're, because your focus is on the wrong problem. You're actually focused on the problem, not the solution. So the bottom line is you want to minimize your time in fight or flight, maximize your time in safety. But what that means, you learn, you learn to live your entire life more confidently so you're under less stress and less time in fight or flight. And so you can't fix your pain, but you can definitely reconstruct a new life. And that idea of full spectrum type 
conversations, that's how you solve almost any chronic disease process is looking at the whole body as a unit and adding in something like CBD to help that whole process along. Um, I like that a lot. That sounds sounds right in combination with our self-growth. Yep. So Bianca, thank you very much. And again, um, we can access you how? Through uvalcare.com. Okay, that's you. My online store. Alcare.com. Um, this is Bianca Blushing. And Bianca, really nice. I learned a few things today, which is always the case. And I appreciate your input. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, David. I really appreciate it. I'd like to thank our guest, Bianca Blushing, for being on the show today and for explaining in detail how the cannabis treatment process works. I'm your host, Tom Masters, reminding you to be back next week for another episode of Back in Control Radio with Dr. David Hanscom. And in the meantime, be sure to visit the website at www.backincontrol.com. Thanks for listening today and join us next week for Back in Control Radio.